0: Thank you for joining me today and welcome. I am Barbara Savin, your spiritual warrior coach, and I am here to help you reclaim your power, your energy, and your authentic self. And I am a certified clinical and medical hypnotherapist, Reiki Master and teacher, energy healing specialist, life coach, and best-selling author of Gentle Energy Touch: The Beginner's Guide to Hands-on Healing. Because one day, the world will tap you on your shoulder and say, this is your time to shine. And oh, speaking about shining, I have to bring my guest on right now. Boy, this, she is truly a shining, shining bright star. And I'm going to get right to her. Her name is uh, Jean Turner. How are you, Jean, today? (laughs) hi barbara how are you today thank you so much for having me on your show oh my pleasure and Jean is a retired army nurse corps officer and served in iraq and she's a holistic health nurse coach she's a licensed minister she's an author international speaker radio personality podcaster, and the CEO of Spirit of a Warrior Life Enterprises. Oh, you know, I I am so thrilled and honored that you are on my show today.
1: (laughs) Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. And you know what, Barbara, mostly all of that, the majority of all of that just occurred within the last year, about 13 months since retiring from the army.
0: Wow. You know, I, well, before we get started, I I want to truly thank you for your service. And, you know, I cannot imagine, you know, what you went through being deployed in Iraq. Uh, Honored
1: to serve. Honored to serve. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, you're welcome. You know, I know in my family, uh, we have Air Force, Navy, Army, um, and now Marines. So I think we covered all the bases. (laughs) But yeah. It's all about serving and and loving the country that we live in, I feel. So let me, you know, I, you have, so, I know we have so much to talk about, but can you tell my listeners maybe a little bit about your life and and exactly what has gone on that, that brought you to what you're doing now?
1: So yes, thank you for allowing me to share. Uh, born and raised in Jamaica, Queens, New York. A uh, uh, product of the early 60s and um, grew up fairly in poverty. I mean, New York, the projects and that type of life and wanted to know, knew that I wanted to do something different and not exactly follow in my parents' footsteps. And so, yeah, I went to school, um, ended up dropping out of college, married young, yada, 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 you know, started my family, divorced. And I, I just always had this mindset to where I didn't want to depend on anybody, right? <laughs> and a lot of that's because I watched my mother. She was very meek, very timid, tried, you know, depend on my dad, depend on other people. And I didn't want to be like that. Mm-hmm. And so that started the journey of, you know, I, even though i married young, I did find my way back to college and took up nursing. And then from there, you know, after about eight years, I said, you know what? Um, I'll do something a little different. And between that and catching up on student loans, I joined the (laughs) (laughs) Army. And I actually joined as a reservist. And then when 9 11 hit, Mm -hmm. I knew I had to do something different. And so after 9 11, I made up my mind to leave the reserves the one weekend out the month. Two weeks out the year and just go all the way full throttle, active duty, serving 24-7, 365 days a year as the Army Nurse Corps officer.
0: Wow. I give you so much credit for that. That that's unbelievable. Uh, it's and and how old are your
1: children now? I, I'm just curious. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. I told you I married young. And so our oldest is. I always got to count back now. Oh, <laughs> 41. Oh. And then the twins are 37. Wow. So
0: you really married young, didn't you? Because you, you yeah. were raised in the 60s. I was raised in the 40s, also uh, in Brooklyn, uh, in the projects. Um, and if my son is 48. My daughter's 46. But uh, yeah, it's amazing when they... We look and we say, wow, where has this time gone? It's like, where did it go? Yeah. Wow. So, so you you got out of the service and then. Last year.
1: Oh, last year. I retired last summer, August, 2020. Oh, wow. So how long were you in there for? I served a total of 25 years. Oh, God bless you. Oh, that's
0: a long time. And and after Iraq, where were you stationed?
1: So after Iraq, I got stationed at Fort Belvoir, Virginia, right in the DMV area, which, by the way, is my favorite duty station of them all. <laughs> Number one, I was only four and a half hours from New York City, right? Four and a half hours from home, mm-hmm. four and a half hour drive. And there's so much to do in and around the nation's capital, but it was a great duty station. So I was stationed there and then returned back to Georgia. I think I've been stationed at every post, every military installation in Georgia.
0: Oh, I I think my husband was stationed uh, after Vietnam in in Fort Bragg. Um, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Yes, North Carolina. Fayetteville. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, uh (laughs) uh-huh. I was trying to think where he was. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I think maybe Washington State, there was somewhere else, um, I can't remember though. It was such a long, long time ago.
1: Okay. Fort Lewis is in
0: Washington state. That thank you. Fort Lewis. Fort oh. Lewis. I that heard was, it's
1: beautiful there. So. Mm-hmm.
0: It was those yeah. two that he was, um, actually from Fort Lewis, then they sent him overseas, but, um, okay. yeah. So, uh, wow. I give you a lot of credit. So now you retired and I
1: know that you, uh, are a nurse coach. Yes. And many people don't know what that is. Like you've heard of a health coach, right? Oh, sure. And most people, I'm sure your audience, they know what a health coach is. And they're probably wondering, but what the heck is a nurse coach, right? (laughs) Well, all of that means is that I'm a registered nurse who's taken my 34 plus years experience as a nurse my knowledge, expertise, and all of these credentials, right? That it costs tons of money to keep up with every couple of years. And I apply that in conjunction with the coaching mindset to help other people like yourself be the healthiest version of you that you can be. Me personally, my niches, I help others to to elevate their wellness through lifestyle balance, mm-hmm. resilience, and uh, my particular passion is with those who are suffering with chronic illness or disease like diabetes, heart disease, or cancer.
0: Yeah, I know for myself, uh, uh, when after 9-11, I I was so happy that my two came back, my husband and my son, they were caught up in in, in all of that, uh, that I actually volunteered for the Homeport in the Staten mm-hmm. Island side with 9/11, okay. but I also uh, volunteered at uh, I think it was St. Vincent's Hospital with AIDS and HIV cancer patients because you you need to give back once you're so grateful for for everything that that you received and and receiving mm-hmm. my two back, you know my son and and husband from
1: 9/11. Uh, all I could do was volunteer. Right, right. There's something. You know, the heart, when you have a servant's heart, Barbara, you know, you can't help but to give. You want to give, give back in some way, shape, form or fashion. You know, you you maintain this attitude of gratitude and you just want to give it back and spread it around. Right.
0: Oh, yeah. It's been like that. I would say probably most of my life And, and even doing this podcast, it's all about getting people, you know, having people like yourself on so that others can listen to and say, wow, I, I need to give, you know, Gina a call and, and have her help me. It's all about connecting community. I want to mm-hmm. feel.
1: I call it relationship currency. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Someone said that to me one day, one of my mentors, and I thought, yeah that makes sense yeah. and really when you think about it barbara there is just you know people are only going to go but so far in life or whatever their life's passion is by what building and maintaining relationships
0: because that's what it's all about mm-hmm. it's about mm-hmm. building relationships and honoring and trusting one another and and believing and and showing love unconditional yes. love Without without any condition,
1: you know, with it, without anything attached to it, Mm -hmm. just love, love, love one another, love one another, love you know fellow mankind, you know. And I think now we're seeing a time to where "Mm, that's very questionable right now. You know, everyone seems to be against one another, anti-vaxxers against vaxxers, and Republicans against Democrats, and all this fighting and infighting. Can we just not? love one another I know. that's the
0: greatest gift you know uh it, it, i i look back and i say wow it was never like this you know even through the vietnam war uh it was mm-hmm. never really like this uh where everybody is just like bickering and and unfriending you on facebook or whatever it may be and i say wow gee, you know, this is about love, loving each other, we're we're all human beings. And, and we all have our own challenges and our own opinions and everything. But that's what living here in the United States, America is all about, is being able to have your opinion and respecting somebody
1: else for theirs. Right, right. And we're not seeing a whole lot of that lately. Like, can we just agree to disagree and keep it moving that's what my daddy agreed to disagree you know and just keep it moving but everyone like you said barbara we have a right to our own opinion right mm-hmm. um and and just say look i don't agree with you but i can respect your opinion and respect you and just and let live. It go yeah let it go
0: i've actually lost friends that i've had for 20 over 25 30 years that said, well, I can't be your friend because, because, you know, this, you're believing this and well, then it's fine. Then I, it's fine with me. You know, wow. it, it's okay. I mean, I respect your opinion, but it would be nice mm-hmm. if you did mine, but if you don't, and if you feel you're not my friend anymore, that's okay. I still love you and I forgive you. And I still accept you for who you are and would we'll just let it go. And wow. it's been, oh, oh, it's been about almost two years and they haven't contacted me.
1: Oh, wow. That's hurtful, though. But it's hurt. It hurts. It well, hurts.
0: Yeah. And I said, wow. So close minded.
1: Yeah, very, very close minded. Mm-hmm. But when you've had friendships like that for so long and it takes something just so crazy. To, and, right, right. Crazy right. making, I
0: call it crazy making. But, but uh, then
1: you have to wonder where they really, really, really your friend at all. And that's what
0: I thought. And I says it's okay when, when, when they choose if they should to come around again, then you know, we'll, we'll have to think about it. But I, I won't reject them. But I'll I'll give it some thought. Right. But,
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: But let me ask you. You know, I I you're you're into holistic health.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because I, I know for myself, I I just take supplements, and I truly especially at this age, try to really take care of myself. So w- what what exactly do you do, you know, with, um, do you help others? Or is it that you're in holistic health,
1: you know, for yourself? So it's both actually, it's both. Okay. Barbara, it's both actually. And so I went from being healthy as a horse, as the saying goes, never being sick a day in my life, other than the common cold sinus- sinusitis, And then at one time after I had the anthrax shot, right. But I went from that to a suddenly healthcare crisis, which I was told one day, oh, we see a spot on your lungs. And after months of monitoring it, where it started to grow and they biopsied and said, oh, it's malignant. I went from healthy to that in what seemed like zero to five seconds. And so going through that process, Barbara, you know, they removed the tumor and I did have to do chemo. But going through that caused me to take a look at not only my personal health and well-being, but everything that I knew about and learned about and worked amongst the healthcare system, right? All of those years, it caused me to look at all of that differently. And so I started researching some things, I started learning more about environmental health and the environmental causes that, that, that contribute to poor health and poor health outcomes. And that's when I really started getting into holistic health and holistic well-being. Now, granted, about three years prior, I lived in Korea and I started, you know, dabbling in like acupuncture and all the other com- complementary alternative therapies and modalities. But it wasn't until I went through that suddenly health crisis and was going through those treatments that it just, I, I just developed a whole different perspective about health, healing, and wholeness, and that's when I started studying holistic health more. Um, mm-hmm. Took a course on environmental health and things in our environment, including uh, chemicals we use in our household, personal care products, and all of that that really are not conducive to our health and well being. And, and, and looking more into my own personal nutrition, because for years I thought I can outrun a bad diet, right? <laughs> <laughs> it catches up with us. <laughs> it catches up with us, right? All the marathon running, half marathon running, but I still was eating whole boxes of ice cream as a meal and all of that. No, that does not work. And so, yeah. And so I started it for my personal health and well-being, because personally, I don't ever want to be sick like that ever again in my life. And then two, the more I studied it, the more I, and, and, and applied it to my life, the more I studied, I studied it even more. Mm -hmm. And then I end up, um, getting my, uh, national board certification as a holistic, uh, health nurse, but Mm -hmm. so I do help other people now, since I retired from the army over a year ago, um, that's part of what I do as a nurse coach. I help others on their wellness journey to help elevate their health so that they can excel so they can you know um, be healthier you know and it starts you got to start one day at a time and one step at a time and it's like I tell clients it's a marathon and not a sprint right it's not going to happen overnight right we didn't get into these conditions overnight we didn't gain 50 pounds overnight it's a marathon it's going to take time but with a made up mind, right? You talked about the mind earlier. This right here, we self-sabotage up here. So once we get this made up, we figure out our why we need to do this. And I help with the how, how to make this happen. Because when you go to the doctor, right? Are you not there probably 15, 20, 30 minutes waiting and then we finally, or he or she finally see you just five minutes and they're out the door. They give you all these instructions without really giving you the how. And they don't get to the root cause of anything. No, they treat mm-hmm. symptoms, but don't get to the root. And so, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's really, I believe my life's work and probably what I should have been doing, but it took me, I had to go through that to really get the full understanding because to be honest with you, and this is being a, this is a transparent moment right here. I gave the best care that I could give to all my patients over all those years but I didn't really understand what they were dealing with and going through, not only physically, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually, socially, financially, all of that, until I became a patient and on Mm -hmm. the receiving end.
0: Oh, it's all all different. It's it's not just the physical,
1: it's everything. It's everything, it's everything, everything, how the environment affects us, their relationships, Mm -hmm. social relationships, it's all of that, the financial well-being, because when you are sick and, and unhealthy, it costs money. You can't work, so you're not bringing in money. Mm-hmm. Like me, thank God i was still in the Army at the time because I couldn't work. Mm-hmm. I could not work. <clears throat> and those finan- them bills, the medical bills. Yeah. It's outrageous. Outrageous. So it affects all of that, but it didn't really finally hit me until unfortunately I had to go through that. So now my life's work is to help others in every wellness domain, right? Every Mm -hmm. wellness domain and holistic health. That's exactly what it is. It's looking at the whole person, the whole body to include their family, the caregiver, all of those in their circle or in their tribe that contribute to their health.
0: Well, that's it. Also, and and you know, I feel if some of your tribe is causing you to feel ill, maybe it's time to say goodbye, or not, you know, have that real, you know, connection with them, uh, because uh, other people do get us ill, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's like anything else, you mm-hmm. know. Their negativity wipes, you know, stays on us, and and then all of a sudden we collect all those their issues into our tissues you could say and
1: <laughs> I love that I love issues that say that, t- that again <laughs> issues in the tissues I love that
0: I always tell my clients you don't want those issues in your tissues because nope. it's their journey
1: not yours that's you know? right and mm-hmm. once those issues get in your tissues then they travel throughout your circulatory system, throughout your body. Next thing you yes. know, you're walking around toxic. E-
0: exactly, exactly. And you know, it's just important that we we become more aware of our the, how we feel and our environment and people we hang out with and mm-hmm. and everything else. So yeah, uh, I truly understand where you're coming from because that's what I mentioned to my clients. It's not just about the physical, it's take you're you're actually breaking down spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and your physical body is last to break down. Then now you got to heal from your physical to your mental, emotional, and spiritual, and that that's going
1: to take time because it, it didn't happen overnight. Time. It didn't happen overnight, and you're right. It takes time. Mm-hmm. Healing is a process. Now, for some, it's a longer process than for others. And a lot of it, I do believe, Mm -hmm. depends on your state before you became physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually ill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because how we take care of ourselves during periods of wellness does affect our prognosis and recovery during periods of illness.
0: Oh, without a doubt. And that's why, you know, many of my clients, I, I, I mentioned to them, you got, you got to forgive and accept and let go of things that, that just don't serve your purpose no longer. Because if you don't, and if you live in yesterday, how can you possibly
1: heal and, and, and be present in today? You can't, you can't. So like you said, you got to let go, you got to let go of them toxins, let go of all of that because it's weight, it's baggage and forgiveness. And we hear it all the time, right? It's not for the other person. It's for ourselves, so we can heal. And healing begins from the inside. It's an inside job. True health, yes, begins on the inside. It's a lot of work.
0: It but is. You, you have to face those uh, those neg- that negative feelings, and you know, and say, all right, I have a choice here. Do I want to stay in you because you feel comfortable with me, or am I going to not be comfortable and allow myself to release you? that's how I yes. feel.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, there's a saying that says you cannot conquer what you don't first confront.
0: Yes. Boy, is that truthful? Mm-hmm. Very true. So, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I, I know you wrote a book, <laughs> the spirit of a warrior. I love the name being Thank a, you. <laughs> on my podcast is a spiritual warrior coach. <laughs> And uh, can can you let us know, like, what this, I'm sure this book is phenomenal, what it's about and
1: what made you write it? So The Spirit of a Warrior is basically a self-care journey. It was my self-care journey through that cancer diagnosis and chemotherapy and all that comes along with that, like what we were just talking about, because too many times, Barbara, we tend to focus on the person going through the diagnosis, and it doesn't have to be cancer, it can be diabetes, it can be any sickness or condition, right? We tend to focus on that person and the physical aspects of that illness or diagnosis. But not enough emphasis is placed on their emotional state, their spiritual state, their mental state, their relationships. When I was going through that, I had to isolate. Number one, because If I got sick, it could have killed me because the treatments basically zapped all of my white blood cells, right? Mm. Which helped to fight off infection. We don't look at the other wellness domains, the other domains that accompany a diagnosis. And so that's why I wrote that. But it was like spirit said to me, the creator said to me, you're not gonna walk through this privately. You're going to walk through this publicly everyone's going to know you're going through this. And it was strange for me because I'm a very private person. Right. And you don't know what's going on with me unless I tell you what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I wrote it for those reasons. And now did I tend to write it? No, I was asleep one night and then I woke up in the middle of the night, the creator God wrote me in the middle of the night. And I heard the spirit of a warrior, and during that time, I was journaling, you know, and I never journaled before in my life, not that I can recall, at least not nothing personal. And I was writing, journaling, and when I woke up suddenly like that in the middle of the night and heard The Spirit of a Warrior. I didn't know that my journal over those nine months was going to become the book because basically that's what it is. Wow. It, that's mm-hmm. basically what it is.
0: So you listened to those that voiceless voice that gave you that name. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that that's also the name of my business and my brand, the Spirit of a Warrior Life Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but the book also includes self care tips because, as a registered nurse, right, mm-hmm. I wanted to share some self care tips for others who may experience that journey. So it has over twenty plus self care tips uh, for someone's going through that journey, and it also addresses the caregiver, that person who is taking care of that person going through the physical manifestations, right? Because we, that's the other thing. We don't consider the caregiver of the person go, walking through any type of sickness or illness, mm-hmm. but they're going, other than that, they don't have the physical manifestations, but emotionally, spiritually, oh, yeah. mentally, all of that, they got oh. their own battle they're going through as well.
0: I can relate to that because I took care of my, my, my mom had uh, Alzheimer's uh, and Parkinson's. My father had dementia and I was a caregiver for almost like, well, physically in the house with them for two years. But prior to that, uh, for many, many years, and it wears you down. it really does. And, you know, it, it wore me down on all levels. Right. And And did you
1: have a point to where you got time out? Did you ever have a time out? No. See, the caregiver self-care and health is important, just as important because we cannot pour out of an empty cup, right? Mm -hmm. When we're in an airplane, what does the stewardess tell us? In case of cabin pressure, something goes funky with the cabin pressure, whatever, and the oxygen mask drop, what are we supposed to do? Mask ourselves first and then mask, you know, someone else like your child or whatever, because we cannot help nobody else if we don't first help ourselves and take care of ourselves.
0: I found, you know, learned that the hard way, unfortunately. But, you know, I look and I say, all right, I I think that was part of my journey Mm -hmm. uh, to understand at, at a different level about me taking care of me, because if I don't take care of me, how can I, as you mentioned, take care of you? So, um, yeah, you know, we're, we're not super women. And I think a lot, that's where a lot of women actually get ill, become ill, because they think they're super women.
1: Come on, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but look, we are nurturers by nature. Mm-hmm. We always want to make sure the spouse, the kids, the pet, everybody else is squared away, right? That's mm-hmm. our nature. But it is in detriment to ourselves a lot of time. Mm-hmm. That superwoman cake, yeah, that that big S on the back. Look, I tell folks when I'm on these speaking stages because I speak on a topic similar to this, I'll be like, look, that whole superwoman mentality is so 1990s. Remember that song, I'm Not Your Superwoman? Y'all uh-huh. need to ditch that 90s mentality because that is not what's up. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I remember
0: someone giving me a book about superwoman. I read it and I said, that's when I realized oh my, I'm like completely being drained of all this and not realizing it because here I'm looking to, you know, take care of the kids, the husband, the mother, the father, and and everybody else that came into my life. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we, we need to understand that it's okay to say no and no is a sentence in itself, I feel.
1: Yes. No is an action word. No is an answer. (laughs) And you're not going to make me feel guilty for saying it. Some people try to make you feel guilty, Barbara, for saying no.
0: No more. Mm -mm. I say, "Mm -mm, you know what? I gave you a complete sentence. No. (laughs) And of course, now they look and say, what do you,
1: what do you mean? It's no, I'm. Just can't do it. Just can't do that's it. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Exactly. And don't you feel so much better? <laughs> yeah, because I don't have to make an excuse why I'm saying no.
0: Exactly. Uh, I you, sometimes you just can't do it. And that's and it's nice. okay. Um, that's how I feel. Um and, and you know, my journey has been, you know, crazy also. And I, I look back and I say, Wow, but I had to go through so much of it in order to, you know, understand you know, me helping my clients now, because I've been doing this for about 35 years. Um, wow. A long time, maybe even longer than that, because I was actually, my grandma was a healer from Istanbul, from Turkey. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she'd do healing on me all the time. And, and as a child, I was able to see spirit and hear and talk to them and, and all this other, you know. Right. Stuff. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. That sounds like an interesting childhood though. Oh, it was. It, it was a little weird because my mom, you know, in her eyes, it was my imagination. But in my grandma's eyes, uh, it wasn't. Right. It wasn't. So uh, and I was caught between both, you know, but I, I decided later on in years that I need to follow my purpose and passion like like you have. Because mm-hmm. it's yeah. Really mm mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it is. And, and and I really, I feel like I stumbled upon it, but God knew it was going to be this way all along. I just had to come up to speed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, they, it's called spiritual timing, I, I feel. You know, they, they know, I mean, I say they, because God and his angels and everybody else, um, they know uh, where we're, we're supposed to end up. But it's up to us to see whether or not we we listen to the, those messages and, you know, there's the choice, whether we do it that way or do it a different, something different.
1: Right. The gift of choice. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. detour on, you know, on this road called life, we detour sometimes, but he has a mm-hmm. very loving way. Sometimes we got to go through something to get back on track, but. Hopefully, we all end up getting back on track. Well, that's it, yeah.
0: Because uh, I, I, I know God does not bargain, but I say, you know, I think I'm done this lifetime. So, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll know. But um, so you know, I I know you're you're spiritual. You're I mean, there's so much about you that is absolutely amazing. How important is spirituality to you? You know. Very big question. Mm
1: -hmm. Very important. And you know, I was raised uh uh, in a household. So uh, you know, my mom and she was very spiritual and she took us to church every Sunday whenever the doors was open. (laughs) And I, you know, you get a certain age, right? Mm -hmm. And you rebel against everything because now you're a certain age, right?
0: I and know that
1: you, in a strict household, once you get that certain age, you do and try everything you big enough, bad enough, grown enough to do and try. So I strayed, came back, then strayed again, got caught up in my career. And it really took that suddenly healthcare crisis to bring me back full circle to where I know I was supposed to be from a spiritual place, you know? Um, in my relationship with God. And so now, you know, that is my number one priority. Um, So that journey for me, honestly, Barbara, was a spiritual journey. Yeah, it was a health crisis, but it was, it proved to be more of a spiritual journey for me. So very, very important. I now have my priorities back on track, Mm -hmm. got my head back on straight. And spirituality is my priority now, my relationship, my personal walk.
0: That's how I feel also, because I've been through, you know, migraines, uh, uh, broken nose because I wasn't listening. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stories I can say. Mm. but uh, And a lot of it was me not listening to those voices that were telling me, you know, be careful or don't, you know, and think, oh, well, you know, i I, I'm fine. Nothing will happen. Mm. But boy, um, a lot did happen from the age of 12 on. So um, yeah. and and thank you God. The past 10 years it's been good. So
1: <laughs> yes, thank God, uh-huh. thank God. But that's a good point you make though. We have to learn mm-hmm. to actually first we have to know the voice, right? We mm-hmm. have to know his voice and discern, and when we hear it we've got to listen. We got to obey and listen to it.
0: Oh, without a doubt. You know, I um, just about maybe about 16 years, I I kept on hearing, you know, Barbara, don't walk in text, don't walk in talk, you know, with my phone. And that message was going on for at least two months. And I kept on just like, it's okay, you know. (laughs) And then one day, here I am walking and talking and my husband is alongside of me and I didn't see a cement uh thing on the um where we parked and I ended up falling over the cement slab and hitting my whole face on the sidewalk people running out and he tried to grab me but unfortunately he took my jacket off instead of grabbing my arm Ah. and all I can remember was saying ow you know and I figured oh I was okay, you know, cause mm-hmm. I was still conscious. But then when I uh, got up, oof, it was a mess. So I ended up crushing my nose. I mean, it was, I was a mess. Oh my God. And from that point forward, I said, I will never not listen. I will no longer walk and, and talk or text or any of that. And it's been about 17 years now. And, um, wow. and I remember the doctor looking at me and telling me, whoosh. You're lucky because a little more, we wouldn't be having this conversation. So, and and the thing is, as I'm falling, I can feel an angelic wing underneath me, but I, I was supposed to get really hurt in order to truly understand number one, they saved me, but to understand, you know, we're talking to you and you're not listening. Mm. Oh it,
1: what a lesson, let me tell you. Whew. Wow. And some people call it their intuition. Mm-hmm. But whatever you call it, when you hear that still small voice, listen. <laughs> listen. Listen.
0: listen. Listen. Yep.
1: And, yes.
0: Uh, yeah. I call it my little, my voiceless voices, you know, my angelic, uh, loved ones, spirit, whomever. But yeah. They, they do help us, uh, they, they can't stop, you know, they, they'll help us to an extent, but of course they, you know, if something is meant to be, it's, it's supposed to be, if, mm-hmm. if it's, that's our journey, but, um, I'm just very grateful I'm still
1: here. Yes, I'm grateful you're still here too, else I wouldn't have met you. <laughs>
0: exactly, I wouldn't have met some of my grandchildren, so that would have been yeah. tough, but, yeah. um, so, yeah, you know, uh, getting back to you, you know, so you wrote that one book, and now it, from what I, you have another book, right, in, in the
1: making, or you released it? I just released it. Oh, um, okay. Yes, it's called There Must Be Balance Your Health Matters. I released it on the 8th of, this, of September, which was my 58th birthday. Oh. So, all these eight, right? <laughs> exactly. And so, basically, that let me tell you, that book was. Written, edited, published, this on Amazon in three weeks. Three weeks. Wow. And again, we talk about the voice and we hear the voice, right? That still small voice said to me, "Everything I needed to write this book was in this purple, loosely binder downstairs in the office. This binder contains a lot of either what I've spoke on on stages. Some of what I spoke about in Spirit of a Warrior, the book, what I probably preached or taught on at church. Yeah. And so I pulled from that what needed to be pulled from that and came and wrote this book and got it public. It was released in three weeks time. And basically, it's about balance and how a lack of balance, right, a lack of work life balance. You know, we, we're, we're, we're trying to be so successful that we're neglecting ourselves to the point to where we can't, set, we, we don't spend time with family. We don't take time out to play, to laugh. We're not eating right. We're not even taking breaks during the day to go pee. Yeah, I said pee. You know, <laughs> body breaks, not taking <laughs> breaks from the computer, stretch breaks. It's got to be balanced because the imbalance in any one wellness dimension or domain creates this harmony throughout our entire being so it's all about the balance and how lack of that affects our health and then at the end of the book I do have a section for journaling right go figure right (laughs) and I ask I ask several key questions that I usually ask my coaching clients anyway because the book is intended for people to think it's not it's a short read right but it's not meant to just read right through. It's meant to make people think about their current health um, status, where they wanna see their cells three months, six months, a year from now, and, and what's the plan of how to get there. Try to help them to try to figure out their why and how they're gonna get there. Because we've gotta start taking our health more seriously. We've got to, if COVID has taught us nothing else, We've got to have balance and we've got to make health and well-being a lifestyle.
0: Do you feel some people just don't know where to start?
1: I do. I do. I do feel a lot of it is they don't, eat. they don't know where to start. They want to, because I believe people have good intentions, mm-hmm. but they don't know where to start. They don't know how. And again, it goes back to going to the doctor, right? You see them five minutes, you've been there an hour waiting, you see them five minutes, but with their workload and everything, you, they don't always have the time. And now that COVID, 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 they're so much more overwhelmed. There's no teaching, there's no walking patients through the how do I do this?
0: Yeah, I, I can see it with the doctors here. Um, he wasn't giving me answers. So I, I, ha- I you know, had to uh, look for somebody different. Mm -hmm. um that can help me and you know with the the thyroid that with the nodules and I'm happy I did uh because he spent five minutes with me and it was like oh yeah well don't worry just you know have a your ultrasound every six months and and I'm saying myself oh this just don't feel right right it just you know we have to listen more to
1: to us I feel right we you're right we have to First, you have to know your own body, right? To be able to pinpoint and point out, nah, something ain't right. This ain't, this ain't what's going on. It's not. Nah. And then you have to be your own patient advocate. Oh,
0: we have to be. Yes, mm-hmm. without a doubt. You can't just take their word
1: from it. Yeah, you have to do no. a little research. Yeah. Yeah. And more than just Google, right? Yes. Because in this day and age, we <laughs> Google God. everything. You know, know, back in our days, it was Merriam-Webster Dictionary and encyclopedias and stuff. But now we're in the age of Google. Now you can't just Google it because that might not be your situation. Right. And everything is not textbook. Everything's not textbook. The day that I went into the emergency room, August of 2017, because I was having difficulty breathing out of nowhere run up a flight of steps and I'm short of breath. I done ran marathons. Why am I short of breath, run up a flight of stairs, right? Go to the emergency room because I'm like, this ain't right, something's wrong here. And even though it was just a spot at that time, right? And I mean a spot to where it was no bigger than a pinprick, God allowed the radiologist to see that small spot. And then from there. Monitor, i got it you know got with a, a provider who could monitor it because had i not mm-hmm. listened for mm-hmm. my body who knows if they when they would have saw that spot it, it would have been probably spread but before they saw it because when it did begin to grow in a biopsy they said it was rapid spreading oh it was that tight
0: wow
1: so, so we gotta you. listen
0: yeah, we, we have we to gotta
1: know our bodies. And, and so have many have people, listen.
0: they're afraid to go to the doctor on what they're going to hear. Because I it I see, is. I hear that a lot from my clients. Well, you know, yeah, I've been having a pain here or there, but I'm afraid, you know, maybe it's going to be something bad. Well, it could be something really bad if,
1: if you just leave it alone. They got to catch the, there's certain things and I, I, Even that, which led me to the ER that day was unusual, Mm -hmm. but I listened to his voice leading me, you know, you got, you, it can be scary. Let's be, let's be real, Bob. It can be scary, but if it is something not good, early detection, the earlier we catch things, the the favorable, the outcome. Oh,
0: without a doubt. So, you know, what do you do for yourself, you know, to practice like self care practices? And what do you do daily for yourself? (laughs) I'm
1: just well, daily, daily number one, I start my day in prayer and meditation, my quiet time with my cup of elderberry, hot elderberry tea. I pull out my Bible, I pray, I meditate, get direction throughout the day, and just give gratitude. When I open up my mouth, the first thing comes out of my mouth is thank you. I Mm -hmm. thank God, I'm grateful. So every day starts with gratitude. Um, I take time to pray and meditate and I, I try to be diligent with my exercise, get out for my walks. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's just certain things that, and I just try to just live, live, live my life positive in a positive way. I don't let negative stuff come in my, no, 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 no. I don't have time for negativity, toxic things and people and all of that. So that's, Those are every, that's every day right there, every single day. And then, you know, I try to feed, you know, put good food in my body because I'm basically, I don't like to use titles. Just put it this way. I'm about 90% plant-based. Every now and then I have the taste for a lobster tail or some wild salmon or wild shrimp. But other than that, I'm I'm pretty much plant-based and I drink lots of water. These are just things that's every day for me. But um, I just try to live a, just be positive and prayer meditation, even my mindfulness meditation, Mm because that's the thing too. We have to take time out during the day to just be still, be and breathe. Mm That's one of my key sayings, just breathe and be. Yeah.
0: I love when, when I sit and my mind is completely empty. Mm -hmm. It's complete silence. And that's where I, I feel. I, I that feeling of course of appreciation and gratitude and everything else but that's when I I really feel in my heart is when I'm healing is when I just stay still for five minutes or however you know much time because that's what we need we need to you
1: know pause yes and it's okay no (laughs) it is uh, I think people think they just got to be busy doing something I used to be one of those people. I know. I thought if I wasn't busy doing something, I was being unproductive, but that to me is a lie. That's one of the biggest lies ever. It's okay to sit still and not do nothing and not be thinking about nothing in particular. Yeah. That's what I do
0: sometimes. And I say, it's okay. I, I can just sit still and do nothing. I, You know, we, we're good, Barbara. Don't, don't feel guilty about it or anything like that. You need that time. Yeah. And then, of course, then we, we get a lot of all of a sudden inspiration. And then, you know, like for myself, I may all of a sudden write an article because I, I, I stayed still. And, and all these messages start
1: coming into my head. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We got to be still so that we can hear and get what we need to get. And don't you come back when you spend those still quiet moments, don't you come back feeling refreshed?
0: I feel like I've slept for an hour, like a nap or something. Mm-hmm. And then
1: you're able to really be productive then.
0: Yes, because we took the time to respect our bodies.
1: Exactly. And I exactly. know from my,
0: when I wake up in the morning, I always say, thank you, God, that my eyes are open. And thank you, God, yes. that I, I can get out of bed on my
1: own. So... Come on, the things that we take. I was one of those people too, Barbara. Mm -hmm. I took getting up in the morning for granted, being able to run and walk and do everything, bathe myself, feed myself until that suddenly healthcare crisis, which by the way, those chemo treatments put me in a congestive heart failure and I ended up going in a cardiac arrest and had to, when I recovered and came out that coma and off all those machines, my muscles were so weak. I couldn't even stand up on my own two feet by myself When I left the hospital, they sent me to an inpatient rehab facility where I had to work with OT and PT. I was in a wheelchair, all of that. So we sometimes take for granted the fact that we are able to wash ourselves, cook for ourselves, walk, run, do the things we do. No, 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 not anymore. I I had to ask for forgiveness for that because I was one of those people.
0: Oh, myself also. And then a few years ago, I had a hip replacement. And after that, I said, wow. Then I looked at people in wheelchairs and on crutches. I said, wow, that's so hard. Because, you know, I had to use a crutch or a wheelchair or, you know, walker Mm -hmm. for a few weeks. And Mm -hmm. it made me see things a lot differently. And uh, just... uh, and and people just, well, I think a lot of people just don't understand if they see someone walking slowly across the street and they become impatient with that person,
1: but you don't know what that person has gone That's through. Right. That's right. That's right. And you can be from like, I was healthy as a horse, no mm-hmm. health issues to so a suddenly in the blink of an eye, and it will change your whole life.
0: It does so. It does, believe me, it does. Um, it does, and I know you know for myself, yeah, it does yeah, and then, and then then you you really look and say, Wow, I have so much to be grateful for.
1: Yes, yes, amen to that, yes, mm-hmm. indeed.
0: and it's not about material because material, you know I, I say, when you have your health, you have everything that you need.
1: mm-hmm. It sounds cliche, but it's a true saying. Your health is your wealth. Yes. Because when you are healthy, you can get out here and make money, collect your coins, all of that. But when you are sick, you can't do nothing. You can't make money. All of the stuff does not matter. All you want is your health back.
0: And I know, what do I know? So yeah, and and I'm, I think, as I said, I thank God every day. Mm-hmm. every day and I and I you know for everything because I'm able to you know do the podcast I'm able to go to work and help my clients mm-hmm. and, and yeah it's complete gratitude and
1: appreciation yes and you being the spiritual I love what the spiritual warrior I love that see it, <laughs> this was a divine connection you are the spiritual warrior <laughs> I am the spirit of a warrior. Yes. Uh.
0: You know, it's <laughs> funny because I got the name, you know, I was sitting in this chair, turned off all my lights and I said, all right, I want to do a podcast because you, you for for three years now I've been listening to do it, but I, I didn't know how to until I finally found someone that taught me how to. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I didn't want to name it Motivate Your Life because that's the name of my website, motivateyourlife.net and so i sat and and i heard them say spiritual warrior coach and i chuckled because i said oh yeah you really think it's going to be available so you know so then i heard just look so i went on the internet and and looked and i said oh my the dot com and the dot net was available and so i i Thank them five hundred million times over, because mm. the the name the spiritual warrior coach felt so right. Yeah, it felt so right. Wow. And it's amazing when we're given now. Had I not had I, you know, poo pooed you want to say, you know, <laughs> and, and didn't go on the internet, I probably would have lost the .dot com and .dot net.
1: Yep. But yeah. Yeah. Wow. But the listening to that voice, listening to that still small voice—I call it oh, the this... still small voice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm glad you listened. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> and I'm glad I found
0: the spirit of a warrior. <laughs> you. Uh-huh. It's amazing how it just—it just happens.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just happens. That's when you know that is something someone something bigger than you yes with that no doubt in my mind yeah when it just happens there's no angst there's no nothing that you could have done on your own no no mm-hmm. it was you you were given to me so
0: <laughs> I, I know you were given to me <laughs> and I said "Well, wow, thank you
1: and how look? <laughs> how ironic we're both from New York from the boroughs, <laughs> I know. I mean, I was born in Brooklyn. I was born in Coney Island, so <laughs> right down the Bell
0: Parkway. Oh, I'm in Jamaica, right. Queens. How ironic! I know, isn't that, it's crazy? And you're you're a September baby, and so much. <laughs> Look, I'm five
1: days, five days after yours. Uh huh. Wow, divine connection. Divine I connection. This is divine connection. Yeah, and so I just
0: go with the flow of it. I say, all right, this is meant to be. And, um, so, all right, getting back to you now (laughs) (laughs) Talking (laughs) about me, you said you're
1: more interesting.
0: (laughs) I know you have a radio show and, and a global podcast show. So what,
1: what inspired you to do both of those? Oh my goodness. Okay. The podcast was first and I started podcasting in March of 2019 when I was still on on chemotherapy treatments. And I started as a 10 minute segment on someone else's show. Oh, health chat with coach Jean began as a 10 minute segment on someone else's show. Fast forward about a year and three months later in June, uh, May of 2020, the producer was like, look, you know, you've been on this other person's show. I like what you're doing. I've been looking for a show like yours. What do you say? So here I am. Well, I need to pray about it. I don't know. And then I wanted to check with the person whose show I was on to mm-hmm. let them know the opportunity that arose because I'm just loyal like that. And I, you know, that was only the right thing to do. And I prayed about it. And then, yeah, I I heard the small voice tell me, "Do do it. And so Health Chat with Coach Jean podcast was born June of 2020. And then fast forward to March of this year, someone that I know, knows someone at the radio station here in Atlanta. Oh, you know, Nurse Coach Jean, she has this podcast. What do you think about it for a radio show? the rest is history. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) Isn't it amazing, right? It is amazing. And it is the show where we debate, debunk, educate, empower, and inspire, as well as bring awareness to all things related to health, healing, and holistic well-being, body, mind, soul, and spirit.
0: Geez. Did you, would you ever think that you would be doing that?
1: I was a soldier and a nurse. No, no. Look, first of all, I always said, and I told my husband this, when I retired from the army, I was not going to be like him. Go work another full-time job somewhere for nobody else. I was going to really be retired. That's what I said, right? Yeah. And then all of this started transpiring. So one of my girlfriends said, girl, you ain't retired. You just refired. I was like, ooh. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, she right though. <laughs>
0: yeah that's true. You are refired. And now you're, you're helping so many people with both shows and your courses and everything else that you do.
1: See, it's all meant to be. I'm just grateful to be able to have, I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful for the opportunity to but, do it yeah. all. I really, really am.
0: So it's a wonderful feeling. Believe me. I, I know, you know, I, I know when, um, Over the years, I I also uh, am an author of of a book, Um, and over the years, while I was writing it, uh, I wasn't writing a book, I was actually using what I was doing to teach other Mm -hmm. students energy healing and and about energy protection and a lot of that. And uh, during one of my classes here in California, one of the students said, oh, you know, you should write a book. And I said, hmm, I don't know, you know, I'm I have a little I don't know if I can write great English. I mean, I was from Brooklyn, so I wasn't quite sure what I was capable of doing, but they are capable of doing a lot of good stuff. Believe me. And I realize that now. <laughs> and so I, I put it all together and she said, oh, send it out to publishers. And my friends back east said, oh my God, now who's going to publish your book? What are you crazy? And, and then I said, I, I heard my grandma all for that moment. Tell me, cause she used to call me Baba Sita And she said, Baba Sita, if anyone says anything negative about you, or if you think negative about yourself, take those thoughts, throw them on the ground, stomp on them, but send them down to mother earth with love and light and healing. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what I did. And I said, all right be confident in yourself and your abilities just send it out if they say no that's okay too Mm -hmm. they didn't say no wow and I was like oh my god I can't (laughs) you know I couldn't believe it so (laughs) but yeah we need to believe in ourselves
1: we do just
0: like you writing two books I mean oh my god that's
1: incredible I would have never thought, not in a million years. No. I, first of all, I was still supposed to be in the army. I was gonna stay another five plus years or so. And I, I yeah, I no, not no. I would have never imagined me doing any of this. Any of it. Mm-hmm. Any of it.
0: It's no. amazing when 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 all of a sudden, you know, we become our true authentic selves. It's it's like no other thing. It it's hard to describe actually how it feels.
1: Yeah.
0: It's complete fulfillment.
1: Yeah. And yeah. then with
0: helping others, which is another um, unbelievable feeling.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's so natural. It just occurs so natural, and you're like, you're in your element, and you're like, where, where, where have I been all this other time before? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I tell myself that same question. Where have you been?
0: What why <laughs> took you so long? You're in your seventies. Now you should have done this back a long time ago, but I, I know for me, it's never too
1: late. Right. Never. Exactly. Too late. It's never too late.
0: No, just never go
1: for late. it. Go yep. for and it. age is just a number. As exactly. you're only as old as you feel mm-hmm. age is just a number just go, for it. just go for it. Just do it. Like Nike says, right? Just do it. <laughs> I know. Just do it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, we're and both- if it doesn't turn out the way you want to, at least you try. That's one thing you never have to say. I wonder what if I would have.
0: Exactly. I, I, I know for myself, all the could have, would have, should haves <clears throat> no more. Bye-bye. I don't need the could have, would have, should have. It's all, what can I do? How can I do it? How can I get it done? Setting my goals, helping others, helping me. And that that's what matters. That's what matters. Wow. I, I can't believe you served all those
1: years in the army. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> well, that's better than what I hear. Wait a minute. You were in the army? Yes. you carried a weapon you went direct. right you but uh, you know they see me looking semi-decent <laughs> <laughs> wow
0: it's like whew. I, I I, don't think I'm capable of doing
1: that you say that but you would be surprised I didn't think I was I mean I ended up in war and I'm like first of all no one goes in the military thinking they go on the war and then you end up in war and you're yeah. like I don't know if I can do this. And then probably about 30 days, a month or two into it, you're like, I got this. Okay. I'm just waiting for the time to go by. <laughs> like, <laughs> are we, are we leaving yet? Yeah, exactly. How long did you serve in Iraq? Uh, 13 months.
0: Wow. That's a long time. Yeah. It's a long yeah. time. <laughs> but wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure it taught you a lot. Oh, Yeah.
1: You better believe it taught mm-hmm. me a lot about a lot of different things,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but some of that is for another show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can imagine
0: that's probably going to be a two-hour show. <laughs> Ooh, buddy! Uh-huh. Ooh, yeah, oh, so oh, I am so thrilled that you came on. You have no idea. I'm so,
1: you know, we talked about a week ago, right? And we could have talked all day, but I know. I know your podcast don't last all day. But I feel like I could just talk with you all day. That's like, how I feel. I just with enjoy you enjoy our conversations.
0: I know we have so much to talk about. So I have to have you on again. Believe me. <laughs> again. Well, you'll
1: be on my show too. Yes. So I'm <laughs> looking so forward to that. Oh, I am too. Believe
0: <laughs> me. So, can you uh, tell my listeners where they can get
1: a hold of you? <laughs> Oh yeah, now that's the easy part, right there. You can get a hold of me of me, Nurse Coach Jean Turner at www.spiritofawarrior.life. <laughs> I love that name.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, oh, I cannot give you en- enough thank yous. Believe me, um, you are you are my hero. I want to say. I look at you and I say, wow tell me, you know, someone that has done this and brave and courageous. And uh, I salute you. I salute you.
1: Well, thank you. I salute you. (laughs) (laughs) I salute you. And thank you so much for um, inviting me to be a part of your show and for the opportunity to serve and to share. Thank you so much, Barbara.
0: Well, thank you so much. And I just want to thank everybody, you know, uh, for listening and a real big thank you to you, Jean. So Jean Turner, so, you know, look her up. Give your website one more time. www.spiritofawarrior.life and let me tell you, she is a spirit of a warrior. <laughs> so, you know, I hope you all needed to hear what you needed to hear um, because this conversation was absolutely wonderful. And again, thank you so much for listening uh, today and visit me at motivateyourlife.net and please visit my YouTube channels. One is Barbara Savin which I have some grounding meditations and sleep and some other stuff. Uh, but the Spiritual Warrior Coach podcast. So when this goes live, please subscribe and uh, like it because uh, this interview today was incredible. <laughs> so again, uh, thank you for listening. Visit me again at motivateyourlife.net and have a beautiful, beautiful week filled with love and with light. Love, Barbara.